Shmrat. What's going on, beautiful people? It is I, Black Zeus. Welcome back to Black Zeus the podcast. How are you, beautiful people? I'm so happy uh, to be back in the studio. We'll talk about the new looks and everything, uh, but first things first. I got the boy in the producer seat, Mr. Dante. <laughs> One thing I I realized just now, I don't have any of uh, any of you know my charms. You know, I don't have any of my uh, bracelets. What? I don't have any of my necklaces. I do I do have the most important one, but that's the hidden one. Um, no, bro. You know what? This is. How it is. I and and you know what I've also learned, even on the on the, on the days where I forget, I never forget because I'm walking around. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your first sneak peek at the rest of season four of the podcast. It's uh, Black Zeus the Hotep Hour every week with with Dante with Dante in the producer seat. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all. Happy, happy uh, Western New Year, uh, winter solstice, happy, happy Ethiopian New Year and Christmas. It's not New Year, it's Christmas. We, we celebrate Christmas. New Year comes in September, actually. Um, so we, we're quite a ways off. But we back. Uh, Dante, how you been, bro? I've been blessed and I've been highly favored. Hey, this one, you know what? <laughs> I think last season I really honed in on the things that um, that I want to make familiar about the podcast, mm-hmm. like calling the audience beautiful people. Mm. How's it going, beautiful people? Uh, I like this new angle. You know what I mean? So like, yo, this is I like this. I like this. I hope you guys enjoy the new look of the studio. Uh, same studio, just rearranged everything to be a lot more functional. Uh, and like, yo, I, I don't know. I do know. I have to, I have, I've been making that a habit or I haven't been making it, but it has been a habit that I need to break saying, I don't know ahead of me about to explain what I know. <laughs> it's so, it's such a dumb habit, but I do know, um, the studio feels like cleansed. Mm. It feels uh, spacious, which is funny because it's the same amount of space, but just moving a certain amount of things around in a certain order mm-hmm. has somehow doubled the space, it feels like. This is why I believe in things like feng shui. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's a, a flow to, to energy. 100%. I actually feel when I, <laughs> it feels lighter in the studio. It does, yeah. Like it's less cluttered. And uh, the main the main difference uh, I will I will start. Obviously, you guys can tell. Look how relaxed I am. Look how laid back I am. How are my arms able to be sprawled out like this? Because the chairs are no longer a fixed uh, part of the set. The chairs will come and go as um, as what's the what's the as need be. Yeah, as need be. As you know, let me let me get up in this camera real quick because I don't know if it's going on glitchy, but. Uh, We're still figuring it out, folks. Uh, not entirely. Everything, like, we've ironed out a lot of the kinks, but, you know, uh, we will have to get a camera for you yeah. probably in an episode or two. Yeah. Which oh. you do. We have the I, setup. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah that's just, we'll use that. Mm-hmm. And then you got the little magnetic light. Just charge that. Yep. And then you guys, so then we can have a little setup for you mm-hmm. right there. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, gotta get a little soundproofing in that area. Also. What are you thinking? We'll set up the soundboard, baby. True. I forgot about that. Yo, honestly, a part of me wants to hold off. Okay. We'll only because I really want to get the loop. Like, I want to loop that kick, bro. This guy want to make beats. Off. You you have no idea because that's a natural evolution. Because I've been I've been um I've been talking with Hen Dog. Mm-hmm. Shout us to Hen Dog, by the way. Shout us to Lou and B of Studio Twenty Seven, or a Twenty Seven Collective, I should say. Um. But uh, Hen Dog was actually at one of my shows recently, and we were talking about how to like evolve. Because I don't think necessarily I'm not, I'm not at a a big enough platform yet. To where asking my boy to give me a custom theme every week feels right. Just the level of time and effort. Because I know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe when things really pick up. Which they are starting to. By the way, I will also like to take this moment right now. I'm so relaxed. Have you been? No- like, look at look at this right now, nigga. Yo, I could do a whole therapy session. Watch this. If you're watching on the YouTube, look at this right now. Look at this. First of all, first, wait, I'm going to cut. Look at the Ethiopian embroidered pillow and the Greek flag embroidered pillow. Shout out to Bronwyn of 27 Collective. What a what a beautiful soul. She made these pillows uh, when we opened the studio. Like these, these pillows were technically a part of season three, just off camera. Yeah. And now, like this is the actual Black Zeus layer, bitch. This feels like a lair. Let me uh let me go on the wall all around me. There's there's uh like relics of my comedy career. Mm-hmm. Um like pieces like championship. Okay, so I'll start at the bottom my bottom uh right, which I guess would be screen left. Is that how this works? Whatever, bro. Wherever my hand is pointing right now, this is the towel that I received at the uh, Toronto Raptors NBA championship celebration parade. I got there early enough that they were handing out towels and that is uh, a keepsake that I will never let go of. Uh, up there, one of my favorite comedy posters, which I did actually go over in season three because mm-hmm. that was a show I did last year. Uh, I just love that poster. Plus the, the yellow and the blue class, like classy. And then you got the red all across the fucking, I- Remember, this was white when we first yeah. set it up, yeah. but this will be interchangeable. Yeah. I'll, I'll get, I'll get you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually lit. Because, yeah. like, again, going back to your feng shui thing, this is very me. This space mm-hmm. is very me. This is, like, how I organize my spaces uh, and how I have my entire life. This is almost reminiscent of, like, my room growing up. Mm. Which is kind of the vibe I'm going for. Like, yeah. hang. This is this is again. If you're new to the podcast, first of all, thank you, welcome. Uh, we are at 140 subscribers. I love you all. Thank you for holding it down. You are the beautiful people of my life, and uh, I've been absolutely crushing these comedy shows. So if you're in the Southern Ontario area, uh, make sure you're following me on on Instagram, uh, aka Black Zeus, on all social media, aka Black Zeus, uh, and if you're in the rest of the world. DM me. Let me know where you are because I will come out and do shows for you. That's right. Uh, I'm starting to branch out. I'm starting to fucking fly like an eagle. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. I'm so overwhelmed. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. And then we'll get to this. And then we'll get to that. It's, it's just change. Mm-hmm. Change is beautiful. 
And uh, so we got the comedy poster. We got the NBA championship thing. This is one of my favorite. Not many people in the Toronto comedy scene, I guarantee you, have this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know how many of those they made. Shoutouts and RIP to Vapor Central. Um, one of the first, I think actually the first, like one of the first or second um, weed vapor lounges in, in Canada and in the world, actually, because the rest of the world didn't even really get vapor lounges. But Vapor Central housed the legendary Stoner Sundays, uh, hosted by Mike Rita. And then I was uh, blessed with my own show there called Hump Day, which ran every Wednesday. It was like a hybrid of a comedy show and a late night talk show. I had my boy Brandon on stage doing live uh, music. We were doing giveaways. Uh, like I was doing interviews with comedians and all that shit, which you see, you see how my brain works. You guys will hear more about this in the coming weeks. I, I'll, I'll tease it at some point in this episode, but, uh, there are so many exciting things, uh, in the works for this year. And like actually in the works, we actually have like, we've been watching stuff. We've been editing stuff. We've been like getting excited and you should be getting excited too. Um, but Vapor Central existed for about 11 to 12 years, maybe even 13, got shut down after the pandemic and all the Vapor Lounges have gotten shut down at this point, all but one, which runs as a private club and I won't air them out, uh, cause I do want to continue to do shows there when, when they have them. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is some sort of fucking stoner towel. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Look how long that towel is. Yeah. What would you consider that a towel for? It's a towel. I don't even know why they, like, why towel? I don't know. I feel like that's a towel you hang off your belt loop or something, like a hand towel. You, you, when you're playing football or something, you got to... That, no, that's way too that's long. A, that's a basketball. I don't know. This is, and it's too thick. And it's got this microfiber bug on it or something. I don't... Maybe it's to wipe cars. You know what? Maybe it's for, like, uh, cleaning bongs and, and weed paraphernalia and accessories. But, that, again, that's so big. They got some big ass bongs these days. You know why it exists? <laughs> so that ultimately, years later, it could end up on this studio set and people could be reminded of, of what once was. Yep. I feel very grateful, man, because I swear they must have only had a handful of those. And I don't even know how the fuck I ended up with that. And I just held on to it because I know that that's a, piece of, uh, that's a piece of Toronto comedy history right there. Moving along, this will be the poster feature. I will feature posters throughout the season from shows that I've hosted, produced, uh, been a part of throughout the years. Every once in a while, we'll throw a green screen up there, too, I was thinking. Okay. And then we could do, like, a dancing black Jesus or something. Remember the dancing baby Jesus from the 90s? The internet crate? You may be a little no, too young. No, I'm a little older than you. I apologize. Uh, I'm, I'm airing out my age. But <laughs> it was like uh, when the internet was new, like the, like what is now a GIF. Yeah. Like they were like novelties back in the day. Like nobody knew what the fuck they were. And the most popular one was like a dancing baby Jesus. And it would just like fuck it. Oh, we have a studio monitor. What is the one upgrade? And I've actually said it into into Mike a few times. Do you want me to turn the monitor for you? Will it make no, it easier? No, just You sure? Yeah. You sure? But the number one most necessary upgrade needed for the studio, which I've had, by the way, once again, just like how the sofa was sitting here, the pillows were sitting here, the monitor was well within the area. And uh, what wasn't done was just placing it in the studio in a way that made sense. And now right in front of me, 
I have a nice, beautiful monitor. Dante could stream things from the PC right to right to the screen as I ask him. You know how Joe Rogan says, hey, Jamie, can you pull this thing up? I'll be like, yo, Dante, put this shit up. Pull it up. Is it any of these? Uh, Dancing Baby Jesus. Oh, Dancing Baby. Yeah, Dancing Baby Jesus. Yeah. There it is, the first one. Wow, it's like an hour long. Yep, that's it. I don't even know how this is Baby Jesus. Okay. I, I, yeah. Oh, no, we got to... And we even have studio speakers? Come on, bro. It's almost like we care this season. You know what I mean? It's almost like we double down on the effort. I'm so happy that I have these pillows. Like, it, it looks so nice. I like this set. Like, look. Like, look. Like. <laughs> What's this say? Uh, music recording has stopped automatically. Yeah, but shouldn't it be um, restarted automatically? See, I haven't used these cameras in a while, so we're just, you know, we're going to figure this out live. I don't give a shit. Let's, uh, let's just go over this. Yeah, for some reason, the close-up cam hmm. did not automatically restart, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, yeah, again, ladies and gentlemen, this, this episode is going to be the, the first official test. We're, we're launching it. I don't give a shit. However it looks, if there's missing audio or... No, there won't be missing audio, but if there's missing video for like 30 seconds or whatever, bear with us. Next week, we'll be sharper. The week after, we'll be even sharper than that. And then the week after that, everything will blow up. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, where, where am I at? So we're at the posters. Obviously, we got the lightning bolt because this is the Black Zeus layer. Uh, this will be rotating. Uh, shout outs to King Frog, who has been on the podcast before. He did all this custom artwork of my top five uh, comedians. I will be cycling those out. If you've paid any attention to the podcast throughout the four years now of uh, Black Zeus, the podcast, shout outs to us. Um, and I, I'm going to pull Snoop Dogg real quick. Shout outs to me for, uh, for, for starting this shit. And shout outs to Abbas Wahab for the link. And shout outs to Patrick, the original producer. And... Shout out to Lou and B, 27 Collective, who helped me finally move this shit into the, into the land of video and make it a video podcast. And shout out to White Slave for letting me call him White Slave. The, this is the evolution of the podcast. We are now here at the Black Zeus, the podcast, Hotep Hour. <laughs> there will be a lot of onks this season. There may be a Bobby Hemet clip or two. No, people, no, no, no. We can't start episode one with Bobby Hammett. Let me get the white people settled in. And then right when they get comfortable, we pull the rug up from under them and then tell them that God is real and that all you need to do to see God is look in the mirror. What? What? Is this a comedy podcast or what, bro? What the hell is going on? What do you say something? What's up? All right. That's <laughs> fair. You ain't got to say much else outside of that. Um, so we got that. This is the set. The shelf is all rearranged. The N64 is gone. It might make a resurgence, but it's pretty much just comedy books, conspiracy books. I say conspiracy books, but that's not real. I mean, it's 1984 and Brave New World, and those aren't conspiracies. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, some fucking memorabilia from comedy shows, uh, comedy DVDs. 
some artwork from a beloved uh, friend who has passed away, and a little bit of Cowboy Bebop represented on the shelf. The monitor, the video. I'm so excited, bro. I'm so guys. You need to be ready for uh, extra shit, okay? Because the podcast is gonna be baseline. I'm gonna have two. Th- we're gonna have two things that will be baseline for you this year: the podcast and this new project, which will be fully talked about in in the next few weeks. Um, so we'll have two projects for you on a weekly basis. And then a bunch of extra stuff where if you really want to support and if you really fucks with what we're doing, uh, you can join in and be a part of, I don't know, what the fuck, the Adventure Club or some shit. Probably you shouldn't call it that. I think that's some pedophile stuff. Um, you ever watch South Park? I think Adventure Club was like the... I did a little bit, but I never really got into South Park. Yeah, we ain't pedophiles, so I'm not going to... Ah, damn, the algorithm has flagged this episode now. But we're not that, is what I'm, try- is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm sweating. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I I don't even think this is going to be that heavy of an episode. I just wanted to come in and introduce shit. Mm -hmm. Again, this is a companion piece. The podcast is a companion piece to my comedy career. So we will jump in here weekly, uh, recap the shows that I've been up to. Uh, Well, you had two shows. I had more than two shows. Since we've, since like, since we've been gone. I'm sorry, black people. Um, but we, uh, yeah, it's been a really amazing start to the year. Uh, I've pretty much been all over Southern Ontario, uh, all the major cities, some of the smaller cities. Uh, I've hit up all the major clubs. Just last night, I did a brand new club to Ontario called Jokers, uh, Jokers Comedy Club in Richmond Hill. This place is fucking gorgeous, bro. Like Dante, I like gorgeous. Mm. Like they really went. We don't really have upscale comedy clubs in this area. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like I I feel like they looked at the main room at the comedy store and that's where they took a lot of inspiration. Now, it doesn't look like that, but I like the red curtain, Mm. the the really professional, classy look of the red. Yeah, they got murals everywhere. It's like go- it's gorgeous, man. And it's like, brand new. You it's said? it's brand new. I think it's been like a year, wow. or just less than a year. Wow. Um, shout outs to my OG, uh, the guy, the comedy legend, the Trilipino, Keith Pedro, uh, for bringing me out. I opened for him, Sick. and uh, and yeah, I, I I struck it up with the owners. I will be back. So if you're in the Richmond Hill area, look out for me there. I will be there at Joker's Comedy Club this year at some point. Uh, quite a bit, it, it seems. So I'm excited for that. Um, what else, bro? I've been everywhere. I've actually been making a resurgence at Comedy Bar, which I didn't really perform at too much last year. Um, and Comedy Bar is the Comedy Bar is just a space, but I don't think I was plugged in to the shows that were running out of there as much as I could have been. Mm-hmm. So I made more of an effort for that. I've been at Comedy Bar pretty consistently. Uh, I've been doing a lot of shows with different nights, and if you ever see a comedy show in the in the Canada area and the Ontario area specifically run by different nights, buy a ticket to that motherfucker. Cause that is a professional ass show. Um, was in London on Friday with, with them. Uh, my boy, Mo Ishmael, uh, Mitch VK also was out there. And, uh, Dave Luca, who I haven't seen in a really long time. Just, I've been on some crazy. Okay. Let's get into the comedy recap. 
Uh, if you guys remember, at the end of last year, I recorded my first comedy special, which will be coming out uh, very soon, actually, within within a month or two. Um, and I proved a lot to myself. I proved that I am like theater funny. I am like headline. Fu- I've known for a while I'm headline funny, but like. I can do over an hour and not break a sweat. This is this is like this the space I'm entering now. I can't even say entering because I feel like I've I've long since I haven't long since entered it, but I've entered it to to such an extent that what I've been saying lately, and and I say this with all hum, all due humility. This isn't coming from a place of ego. And, and this isn't even coming from a place of, like, me trying to sound better than anybody or anything. I don't feel like a comedian anymore. I am comedy. Mm. That is the best way. That is the best way I could put it. I have become comedy. I embody it. And just the very fact like just me picking up the mic like it doesn't even feel the same anymore i don't even feel like i'm picking up a, a yo dante bro obviously you, you've you've been with me bro like you've been coming to the shows and we're working on this project and stuff so you're seeing it but mm-hmm. i i think the best way i can articulate it is okay so if my comedy special that i recorded in november of 2022 that is the culmination of 11 years worth of progression Mm -hmm. uh work Mm -hmm. dedication failure and success all of that and then and then it actually presented itself through my ability on stage like you could tell like that dude's been doing this for 11 years Mm -hmm. he's fucking he knows what he's doing like it's it's just it's crisp now that was in november we are now in february of 2023 if if that comedy special was the culmination of 11 years of of work what i feel like has happened to me from november to february feels like 11 years worth of progression and under, yeah. and understanding and it's it's almost like every set i do now equals like 50 sets I don't I don't know if that makes sense all the way but like the supreme comfort it's so like it's so on display it's it actually kind of freaks me out a little bit Mm -hmm. I am better than the comic I could ever have imagined to be. Yeah, and I saw a lot for myself. But, you know, how my personal life journey has clashed with my... Like, I've always progressed uh, independently. Like, my comedy and my personal life, my professional comedy career and my personal life have, have for the most part up until now, progressed independently of each other, but fed into each other. So every time I get a major lesson in, in my personal life, like my comedy almost takes a backseat. I'm still performing and stuff, but like 
I almost actively am not daily thinking about comedy as much. I'm thinking about life and progressing mm -hmm. as, as a human. Mm -hmm. And then it feeds in to the comedy. And then every time I have like a major revelatory, the happening in comedy, the same thing happens where like my personal life kind of takes a backseat and I'm just so entrenched in, in evolving here and what this current lesson is that I just put all focus on that. And lately for the first time in my entire life, my professional and personal are like, they're just ro like rocketing <laughs> together. And it was an adjustment period at first because I was so used to having to, I'm like, oh, it's like spinning plates, you know what I mean? And then eventually, like, I'm like, oh, these plates are, I have to go pay attention to these. But I finally got to the point where I just, I do one quick motion and like 12 plates are all spinning at once. As opposed to me like running back and forth between 12 plates. I just like stretch my hands out as, as wide as I can. Whoosh. And it was like 12 plates are all spinning at once and they just fucking go. And then instead of me, like, let's say that one plate starts to wobble or slow down. Instead of me just focusing on one plate, I just go one swift motion again. Whoosh, and just get everything back in sync. Yeah. Again, I don't know if this fully makes sense. I hope I'm painting the picture uh, enough that people will see this like mentally. But it feels like in these few months, I have progressed so much, bro. Um, and... And the only reason I'm even confident in saying this out loud, uh, without arrogance, one sec, I just gotta do the camera again, without arrogance or ego or anything like that, is, is because um, I've done the work, I've done the personal work, I've, I've, this isn't, e I know this isn't ego, because the way I check myself, I, I like, I'm very, I'm very open and honest and also uh, loving and forgiving of myself i've i've shed all that horseshit of being my own worst enemy i'm like my my own biggest fan now mm -hmm. in in a non-egotistical way it's in a way to fucking make sure I, I do what i need to do to get where i know i can get to which now i'm realizing is i don't even know because my vision is limited bro it's limited to what i know <laughs> but i'm starting to prove things that i didn't even know so now i know is don't even fucking bother locking your image or vision to one it's um but another thing is like the shows that I'm ending up on now, the producers that are reaching out to me, whereas opposed to me reaching out to them in the past, um, the opportunities that are opening themselves, the amount of times that I keep hearing from comics and from, and from people outside, I'm fucking seeing you everywhere. You know what I mean? So that's also a good sign. And, and th I think the main one for me is audiences. The amount that people come up to me after my shows now has not even just doubled. It's like fucking tenfold. Mm -hmm. Like every show, whether I'm doing f 10 minutes to 20 minutes to an hour, just people are flooding up to me. The other day at one of my shows, um, I, j I just get in a flow state, bro. There were these two, like there's this 19-year-old girl with her friend and they had no clothes on and they were, it was her birthday. And so obviously I go at them. And then the, my favorite part is, is that she's there with her whole family, her dad, her mom, her grandparents and all that shit. It's like, and they're there at this comedy show. And I just started going off on the dad. I'm like, how do you feel right now? And then, and then I go back to the kids that call them kids. Cause realistic bro. It's like, 
do you know what the fuck you're doing, bro? It's like, you know how many married couples are in this room right now where the girl just turns to her husband and she's like, look at these girls. Isn't that just fucking ugh? <laughs> and the husband has to be like, yeah, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> and then I flip that into, I'm like, I, you guys are distracting me so much with your titties. I can't, and the dad is right there and he's howling. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about fucking his daughters or whatever the fuck, his 19 year old daughters. I'm like, I have to get off of this. So then what I do is go to this like 60 year old woman. I start flirting with her now. I'm like, miss, we're going to have to fuck now just so I can like make sure I, and her son is sitting next to her and he's dying. And then she starts flirting with me now. And then at the end of the show, her son fucking runs up to me so that I can get a picture with his mom. I'm like, I just talked about fucking his, his elderly mom in front of the whole crowd. And he was so happy that he needed to take a photo <laughs> to document. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of like, and again, you like, I'm describing it. So even as I'm describing it, like, it sounds like, I don't know. It might sound like just a regular, but like. My awareness, my confidence, just everything is just not even on 10, bro. It's on 1,000. And they're just so aligned. It's on 144,000. <laughs> right there, bro. It's on 144,000. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's beautiful. So, yeah, man. Like, I'm getting the feedback from the audiences, from my peers, and just my surroundings. I'm, I'm getting the... The validation so i know i'm going in the right direction it's just every day double down man okay. every day double down and just work to be better than i was yesterday that's really the only mm -hmm. that's it i love this shit so much man i love it so much i'm so grateful i think also my level of just profound gratefulness in all of life just yeah I mean, you know, we've been having the conversations, but we will have more of these conversations throughout the season. Um, I just wanted to jump back in. I think we'll we'll actually leave it at that. We're going to fucking make sure that this episode turned out, turned out well on the production side. Um, you guys got to see the new studio. Expect a lot more out of the studio, because again, now that we have the monitor, we will be able to do uh, video game quick looks. Uh, we're going to be doing UFC fight companions, uh, movie reviews, all that, all that good shiitake. Oh, look at this. Yo, this guy just, yo, this guy just, yo, look at this. Yo, dog, yo, dog. Um, what, what we don't have this week is a custom theme from Henny. Uh, me and Hendog are still figuring out exactly. This feels so good. Mm -hmm. I get to just now with it, with a TV in the room, play, play video games. Uh, Dante, you're going to have to come out, um, every once in a while. So we can do tournaments just at yeah. the end, of, just at the end of the episode. Maybe that's how we'll end these episodes and come out and do like we'll do a spot battle. We'll do a spot battle to end uh, to end every episode or something. Right. Um, but now, yeah, just the ability to pull up the monitor. This is this is you, you seeing how bad I suck right now. <laughs> one sec. Let me get let me get one good runoff. Um, so, yeah, we won't have a theme from Henny this week, but we should have something. I'm going to pull up probably the. Uh, the music from, oof, that was clean. I'm going to pull up the music from the comedy special and use that again for this week. Mm -hmm. But I think how we're going to go forward is we'll probably get like some instrumentals from Henny 
and then use one for a month, but then make four different uh, songs live. So we'll start using the studio speaker exactly, and maybe that too. But we need the loopback kit. That's that's in the that's future. What that's what I want to work towards. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think I, if we start here, yeah. um, I take yeah. a lot of inspiration. I'll say it out loud. I don't mind. But from the DC Young Fly and his homies, their podcast, mm -hmm. yeah, bro, the way they just integrate their personality, their sing, their singing and and fucking musical personalities into their podcast, I take great inspiration from. And not that I want to do that, but I think we could do our own version of, of just incorporating fucking because like we were all we were already doing it anyways. Yeah, we would literally if you guys don't know how we made the custom themes every week for the podcast or how Henny did it. Um, every episode, we would take uh, like a five minute recording or a clip from the episode. I would send it to Hendog and this guy literally every week would create just a custom fire theme song for each episode. So there's like three seasons worth of just custom henny music that's so bonkers and that's why i feel like we, i can't keep continuing to fucking just siphon amazing shit out of them until we get to the point where it actually makes sense i gotta i gotta i can't pay attention to both these things but um ladies and gentlemen beautiful people thank you so much for being here uh this has been black zeus the podcast season four episode one uh dante tell the people where they can see you uh follow me at person one prod uh, if you ever need any production assistance i provide professional personal production send me a dm let me know how i can help you uh what else check me yeah that, that, that's it that's pretty much it that's it I'll leave all it right yeah. i am aka black zeus on all social media please subscribe follow share like comment all that good stuff whenever you see a video posted AKA Black Zeus on all social media, AKA Black Zeus on YouTube, Black Zeus the podcast on YouTube. Uh, all your all your help is greatly appreciated. All your support is greatly greatly appreciated. Uh, thank you to the 140 subscribers we're starting off this season with. Uh, that's a higher number than we ended off last season with. So again, it continues to grow. Uh, love and love and respect. Beautiful people. We will be back next Wednesday and every Wednesday. We are back.